Of course. And so I feel like that's some shiesty tactics. And I hope that Brittany under, I hope somebody tells Brittany. I hope somebody tells Brittany soon that Pooch, not only did that backfire for you and Amira, but that backfired for you and Pooch too, which is so trash because she was just trying to look out. So (laughs) every time somebody tells the truth in this game, it backfires. (laughs) Welcome to Reality Revelations with Mark and Jasmine. I'm Mark Drum. And I'm Jasmine Lachey where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Good evening, Jasmine. Good evening, Mark. This is kind of like our Big Brother After Dark podcast yeah. today. <laughs> Big Brother After Dark. Yes, I love that. <laughs> so, so, let's let's get into let's get into this cuz there was a lot that happened on this past Sunday's episode and I got some thoughts. Do you have some thoughts? I'm trying to, you know, keep it classy, keep it sassy, and keep it pure. But, yes, I have thoughts. Great. And And remember, we don't speak of the person's name that decided to leave because they are not important anymore. They who shall not be named. Yep, they're not important anymore. They are just now a pronoun. They. And they don't need to be mentioned. So, sorry, not sorry. until there's more than one person gone. Oh, well then, I of feel course. Like this game has been going on for ages. And yet it's only been nine days. I'm so stressed. You're stressed. Let's talk I about know. how these house guests are stressed. So yeah. we see now, after the first HOH competition, they're all coming back into the house from the past week. Do you think that they felt like it was a full reset and that they were happy that everyone was safe? No. Or no. no. What did you think? I feel like there's some hateration and holleration in this here dancery. Reset, no. I feel like the only real positives that came out of this was that Daniel's wasted breath was all the more wasted. You know, I'm just like, the devil tried, but our queen overcame. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we will not be ignored Okay, or silenced. For me, that was the best part. Not only did every single thing you tried to do backfire, Okay, but now you have to be Captain Paranoid. Looky, looky, here's a cookie. Yeah, watch your back. Watch that back. Oh, Daniel Daniel needs to watch his back now since three of his nominees were safe. Yeah. Because someone decided to peace out. Yes. Now, let's talk about... We're not talking about their alliance name because they are just going to be called That Pack because we don't need to be mentioning that person's name. Here's the thing. Right now, we have a sprained ankle, Mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. We have a wasted week of plotting. We have... Hate towards a strong black woman. Yes, we have the hateration and the holleration. Right now, I'm feeling this is when everyone should have been on their P's and their Q's and they were not. This was the perfect time to vindicate themselves and maybe start over because at this point, Taylor is still very naive into the game of what's happening. She's still trying to piece things together and I hate it for her because her winning miscongeniality makes all the more sense at this point. She was miscongeniality in Miss USA. Okay. Just for the viewers Um, so they know what you're uh, talking about. I mean, fair enough. So for me, I feel like everyone should have started over and not completely over because I get that it's a game, but I feel like they should have been able to kind of see where the imbalance was and been a little bit more willing to play the game in a way that made them actual competitors as opposed to them being low down and dirty with like gaslighting Taylor by leaving the room when she comes into the room and then when she addresses it like a grown-up, they tell her that's not what's happening. It's just things like that. So no, I think every single person except for Indy, maybe somebody else, but I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. Probably not. Everybody else is dumpster juice. Wait, so Taylor's dumpster juice? No, I said everybody but Taylor. Oh, okay. Sorry. And And Indy. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Taylor and Indy. I want to make sure I understand. Clarity, baby. I understand. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Yes. Yep. Because I agree, everyone is trash except for Taylor. Indy is complicit, so I'm not... That's why I said maybe Indy. Nope, she's complicit to the the situation, so... I 
feel like there are some things that Indy's not even really privy to because Indy's playing her own mental game. You know what I mean? Like she's she's trying to make sure that she's not too hot and heavy with anything or anybody. Like she's here for the girls' girls, but then at the same time, she's also here for whomever is feeling like they want to be close, Daniel or Habibi. So at the end of the day, I feel like, eh, Indy's kind of like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah, okay, that sounds fine, that's fine. So anyway, over here, as opposed to her being like actively being like, okay, Okay, so here's this chess piece. I'm going to do this. And then here's the, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a lot less calculated, a lot more floater, like we said. She's in the room where it happens. She's in the room where it happens. So she's there making sure that she's a part of those conversations or she's a part of the conversations of her alliance. I feel like Brittany is also the same way, but I feel like Brittany might be a little bit more honest. It's not helping her at all. What's interesting is that honesty has helped no one in this game. The only thing that has benefited anyone in this game is lying. And whomever wins this money will have enough money to lay low for a while so that maybe people forget how dirty they played this game, unless it's Taylor that wins. But when all of these people leave this house and they come back to the real world where social media is waiting for them, I hope that everybody has therapists their best friends. I just hope that they're surrounded by whatever it is that they feel as though they need to be surrounded by because this is so indicative of people's personalities that now if they don't have to start in the negative, I will be surprised. Okay. Well, I can tell you the house guests do get debriefed from the game. Okay. And then they do get their phones and then that's when everything will go crazy. Because the thing is this, they're, they're ostracizing her and that's why it's bad. Like they're ostracizing her in a way and then they're making her believe that it's all in her mind. As opposed to somebody copping to it, the only person who has even been close to being honest with her about her position comes further in the game. So at the end of the day, I'm not above lying for some money, you know, if this is the game, like if that's how you play the game. But what it feels like is that everyone else is playing the game with each other and they're trying to make this one person leave themselves without ever letting them play. So that it feels like they're not allowing this other person to play the game is how it feels. Because it's one thing for there to be a reason, but for it to just be because she exists, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's not a reason. She can't do anything about that. I understand their diversity tactics now. This makes sense to me. Oh yeah, explain. Well, here's the thing. Has there ever been a player, a house guest on Big Brother that was in a wheelchair? No, but someone did have only one leg and they used crutches. And Did they have a prosthetic? No, they didn't have a prosthetic uh, with them. Mm -mm. So it was just crutches Mm -hmm. and they were able to compete and everything? Mm -hmm. Well, it was a very different Big Brother the very first season, but yes. In the very first season. Mm -hmm. Also, another person did hurt their foot or something. Uh Broke it. Uh Uh-huh. And they figured out how to play. Yeah. The scooter that Jasmine's using from twisting her ankle, that was already within Bird Productions arsenal. So it's been used before. Yeah. But but they've never had someone who came in with wheels. Mm-hmm. Well, it is disability month, so I'm glad that you're bringing that up. Also, they haven't had a... Has there been anyone who has a neurodivergent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they season won. Season 22, All-Stars, because it and the season winner of season 14, Ian Terry. Also from season 6, season 7, season 22, Kaser. There's probably more that I'm forgetting, but those are the more notable ones right now. Also, Joseph, Habibi in this season has said in the live feeds that he's been diagnosed with ADHD. Word up. So yes, they do get neurodivergent. Uh Uh-huh. How deep into the disability pool do we go? Anybody with Down syndrome? I mean, I am not in casting. I'm trying to get cast. So I'm just saying, Jasmine. I'm just saying, I see the the diversity game that they're playing because I'm looking at what they couldn't have as certain tactics. Like if someone came in the house in a wheelchair, they wouldn't allow every house guest to then bully the person in the wheelchair. Well, currently the house is not ADA Wheelchair accessible, exactly. But that's my point. There's a reason because they have to be able, first off, they have to be able to allow these people to get drunk. And so there's a level of liability that they don't want to risk. But I feel like this is a matter of carelessness as opposed to carelessness and not wanting. So yeah, this game does not seem to be, there's no rules. There are rules. Are there? Well, I mean, clearly in the live feeds, the person that will not be named read through those rules multiple times. So, And yet they are not here. So, so moving on. 
Speaking of the pack that was a part of that person that be named, they wanted to add Nicole. Do you think that was a smart move for Alyssa, Amira, Monty, Kyle, and Michael? I think that they see Nicole as someone who is a physically capable player. I think they see Nicole as a morally sound person. I think they think adding Nicole will add what I think is integrity, probably. You know, she looks fairly integral, although, you know, you take up with a snake and they say, oh. Well, you just and she check, is the complicit. check the she live feeds. Check the live feeds. Check the live feeds. Also, but anyway. immediately after Nicole gets brought into that alliance, she immediately goes to her rogue rat. Yeah. The past yeah, like, HOH. Daniel, yeah. do you think that was yeah. a smart move for Nicole to continue to keep her ride or die in the loop? I think for her, for now, sure. The new HOH is not going to put Daniel up. At least not right now. To go back and tell Daniel his week is over. So there's no new HOH. You know what I'm saying? And because everybody has Daniel on their side, except for the girls girls at this point, they're not going to put Daniel up when Taylor is still a major target. Unless the person who is the HOH is Michael or Taylor or Terrence. There we go. It's not going to happen. That's not going to put up Daniel. What I'm saying is, is he's the only person who was in the bottom. Correct. That's why I'm saying that. Okay. So that's why I'm saying if it's going to happen, then okay, typically, maybe, most likely. Taylor is still, does not still have her head in the game quite yet to be seeing where she's going wrong with these other people because where she's going wrong is she still thinks that like they're decent people and she has to start seeing that these are all really trash individuals. She has to start seeing that. Otherwise, she's not going to be able to effectively play the game. Now she's coming to that. So good for her. It's then only between Michael and Terrence. And like you said, Terrence is not going to put Daniel up. So it's just Michael. And the likelihood at this point in the episode, the likelihood of Michael winning, I feel like he did great with the jousting, you know, but statistically speaking, probably not. Oh, he's already won one competition, so who knows? Also, the guys are targeting Taylor, Pooch, Turner, Kyle, Monty, and Joseph, because that little guy alliance there just want to continue to get public enemy number one, apparently, in the Big Brother house is Taylor. Which is so funny that they're all saying that she's, they're all scared of her. They're all whatever, like, I'm scared of Taylor, I'm scared of Taylor, uh." And it's like, she didn't do anything. You're scared of her because you've treated her like trash. Where's the footage? Where's the footage, Monty? Where's the footage of Taylor being a big threat and how she's intimidating? Or when she lies. Please show me the footage, Monty. They're putting this this idea. They're trying to make this happen. They're trying to make it seem like there are things that we don't know that are happening in the house. And that's why they keep saying that they're scared of her. Oh, I'm terrified. She's going to do this. She's going to do that. That's why they keep saying things like this. Because the edit is... They need to stop making Fetch happen and stop making Taylor be... It's never... Listen, Fetch is never going to happen, okay? And at the end of the day... Everybody is rooting for Taylor because they keep treating her like trash, which is so funny. Not necessarily everyone, but um, good, a good majority of people Ooh. are cheering for Taylor. But there are the Taylor I mean, yeah, haters, haters there, haters, too. But we don't care about them because they're not real people. So it's fine. All right. Well, let's get into the second HOH competition. We know that it's between Monty, Kyle, Taylor, Joseph, Amira, Michael, and Jasmine Mm -hmm. to win this next part of the HOH. And right now, Jasmine still has a bum foot, a busted ankle. Yep, it has been known that she has a bad ankle. Mm -hmm. She sprained it Mm -hmm. and that she needs to be off it for a couple days. The second HOH competition was a farm theme. It was a pie eating contest. Listen, this was Jasmine's theme, baby. Okay, Martha Stewart. Oh, so you think this was rigged? Putting her in her home territory of the country, of the south. I swear, she sounds like a Pauline. Okay, so again, it's a pie-eating contest, and this was a trivia competition where it was true or false questions that they had to answer while eating some pies where they had to dig out either the T for true or F for false. Here's what I'm going to say. If these people were actually, first off, I don't know that everyone was eating the pie. Taylor said that her tactic was pushing the pie out, which I thought was very smart because who's eating this pie? However, comma, for everyone else, if they were eating it, while I'm actually rather impressed, especially towards the end, because I mean, yeah, there's a lot of pie gone, you know? 
They had the past reigning HOH Daniel hosting this competition. Mm. Daniel hosting the hoedown. This was the most excruciating part of the episode. I could not stand Daniel being the host. He needs to quit his day job and find a new career. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. Like, Daniel, hosting is not your thing either. Impersonating a country accent is not your thing either. You had a bad HOH. Like, that's three strikes for you, bud. And for a hot second, I thought I was going to like you, but still... Nope. Still was right about my first impression. Not a fan. Reject. So that's all I got to say about Daniel being the host. What are your thoughts? I concur. I definitely concur. (laughs) Well, (laughs) did you see Amira's annoyance being next to Taylor? I didn't, but I routinely like she makes her annoyance known. Honestly, I wasn't even watching it for her. Something told me she wouldn't win. Amira, in actuality, she's playing the game. But when I think of her, I don't think of her. Do you know what I mean? She's not memorable enough. Period. She's just a piece of furniture in this game. (laughs) (laughs) No. Because she's floating? No, because she is moving. I mean, she's... Here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. She's playing the game. But as far as checking for her, I'm I'm really not checking for her. And so if she No, wins, but it was in the edit. You saw every time they tried to pan towards Taylor, Amira was making faces like, why am I sitting next to her? Or, uh. I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I was so focused. I was focused, more focused on Jasmine, honestly. You were focused on Jasmine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, why like I, were you focused on Jasmine? Because I don't like her. Because she's got to go. So she's so misrepresenting the rest of us who spell our names like this. <laughs> you don't understand. And here's the thing: for the Jasmines who don't spell their name like this, okay, it still hurts because we're all Jasmines, and she is not repping us right. She's not. So no, I didn't catch that. But there's a, a pivotal difference in how you see your blackness, and that's what I don't like about Jasmine and Amira. Because it was a them thing. Got it. So people who are like Amira and Jasmine have hurt you. And (laughs) you're not appreciating it. Got it. (laughs) Noted. So let's go back to the competition. (laughs) Have you been studying the Big Brother house while watching the show, Jasmine? What do you mean by that? Because during this trivia, oh, no, they not were at asked not at all. true or false questions <laughs> not about And I was so appreciative the for the edit for panning back to the parts of the house. I also am really proud <laughs> of Taylor for knowing everything. Good for you, girl. Yes. I'm very, yeah, thank you for filling me in. Because color TV, don't know. Okay. The <laughs> or color what of your color fridge? the fridge was. Don't care. Don't care. Or the swimsuit color of. Don't know the- her. I apologize to that woman, but I've never seen that woman before. Well, we get into the first round. Monty and Kyle were eliminated. Were you surprised by that? No. It's... No. No? No. Even though, you know, the guys want to target Taylor, so why weren't they going to try to win? It, it was pie. But yes, carbs. Obviously carbs. Yes. Because even Joseph <sighs> said it. When you work out that hard, that much, or whatever, you know? Yeah, no. Pie's not going to be your thing anyway, so whatever. Because the thing is, it's I like, like pie. I mean, the, okay. I like working out. The fir- <laughs> So what are you saying, Jasmine? I mean, first off, somebody had to go first. Everybody got it right. They were just slower. That's the other thing. Like, it's not even, <laughs> it's not even that they got the answer wrong. It's just that they were the slowest. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. All right. So what, what would have been your strategy getting through this pie? It would have been Taylor's strategy. Push it to the side. Why if you weren't to the side? Why if you were in between two people? Why would I care about that? I'm just asking questions. No, I mean like, no, but I mean, like, why would that Why would that be a factor? She was trying not to throw up pie on people. Why would I care about that? Exactly. So then would you throw the pie yeah. next to your neighbor? Yep. I would throw it wherever it needed even to go more? to empty the pan. Got it. And as a matter of fact, I probably would do, like, swimmer's blows where I would just hold, take a deep breath, stick my face in the pie, and then try to not vacuum, but air push or whatever. <laughs> blow? Blow? Yeah, it would just try to... I, I try to blow the pie filling out of the way because the thing is that the first pie was small significantly smaller and as the pie as the rounds continued the pies got bigger so that wouldn't work Mm -hmm. you know but then i wouldn't then i would be able to use my face to push pie around so then it makes sense they could only use their face and mouth yes i should yes i should have clarified that part before i started describing my tactic yeah yeah, they can only yes. use their face, their hands were behind their backs, and they were wearing goggles, which was beneficial, but, you know. Safety. Yeah. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, the second round, uh-huh. Taylor and Joseph were eliminated. Were you surprised by that? I was surprised by Taylor only because her tactic was really good. Joseph, no, he would like to win, but at the same time, he knows he's safe, so no skin off his back. Got it. Now in this third round... I was happy. I was so happy. Amira buzzed in first, but... She was wrong. Got the question wrong. Period. I guess you were happy about that, but are you surprised that she had gotten it wrong? No, because I probably would have gotten it wrong, too. I'm not going to lie to you. First off, I wasn't paying attention, and I'm... (laughs) Just not, I'm not that person. I probably wouldn't be paying attention. And at this point, if I were ever going to be on this show, I guess now I know I would have to be paying attention. But on top of it, it's covered in pie filling and it's a T or an F, true or a false. So they feel very similar, you know, depending on where you grab it, it could be anything. And if you only have your face, you'd have to be pretty quick to figure out what that letter is before everybody else. And so by that third round... It was only the three of them left, so. All right, so then in the final round, it was Jasmine and Michael. Yeah. Who did you think was going to win? Jasmine. From this matchup. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you find it interesting how before the final round, Jasmine was trying to make a side deal with Michael? Did I find it odd? No. Or what are your thoughts on... I definitely didn't find it odd. I mean, based on how she's played this entire game. Do you think that was a good move to try to make a side deal to make sure that she could try and win the HOH competition? Here's the thing. Okay. I would not put anything past her. And I think she sees herself a little bit differently than other people see her because like Michael said she tries to make a deal with him and he's like girl you're gonna have to earn this I'm not just gonna give you this you're gonna have to earn this now I don't know if he was just saying that but the point still remains babe nobody's gonna hand this to you so you look incapable you know you look you look unimpressive you look exactly like you acting real low budget low budget So at the end of the day, am I surprised? Never that. Never that. But am I impressed at the fact that she won? Never that. Never that either. (laughs) And that's all I got to say about that. Mm. All right. Well, I really thought Michael might have pulled a win on this, even though, yes, there was that deal being talked about. He talks a good game. I will say Michael does talk a good game. Even even if Michael he is a have super fan, Michael is a super up, fan. He does have a good, he talks a good game. Even even outside of the game, he talks a good game. Period. Where like I will say that this, if nothing else, isn't a testament to him being a lawyer and maybe being a decent one, because he has never changed the tactic of I am a real player, so I'm here to play. Jasmine asked him to throw the game and so to me that's the equivalent of what they were accusing taylor of by using her looks or whatever else like this is playing the damsel in distress like oh i'm just not oh i can't my my ankle's busted or you know please michael won't you please i just really want that letter from home no i'm not surprised by her game but i'm i'm impressed with how michael thus far nine days in because he seems to be one of the few people who has maintained some level of game integrity here we go i'm not rooting for him don't get me wrong but i will say i appreciate him being (laughs) getting the game See, I don't know. It sounds like you're getting into cat dad lawyer. No, no, no. Sounds like you're getting into cat dad lawyer. Here's the thing. This is the kind of game I want to see. I want to see these kinds of tactics. This other mental gaslighting BS. No, because that doesn't, that's cheap. Because at the end of the day, I can manipulate you without ever making you have to think that there's something wrong with you. That's not hard to do. So that's why that particular tactic doesn't impress me. Because... Anybody can commit some slight little microaggressions. It's always the tiny cuts. Babe, I'm going for the undercuts. I'm going for the cuts you don't see or feel, okay? Come on now, I'm applying numbing cream first. Like if I ever get into this game, I'm applying numbing cream and then we're coming with the scalpel, baby. I'm just saying, like, honestly, I'm starting to kind of see like why people enjoy watching the show based on people like Michael, Taylor. That's all I got for now. I'm other people are still on my list. I am not seeing any. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, ugh. 
I hate it for her. Well, in the end, Jasmine does win the final round, Mm -hmm. and she becomes HOH for this week. Now that the HOH competition's over, what do you think about the house guests now trying to talk game with one another? What are your thoughts with them talking about game? I knew trying to figure out who Jasmine might nominate or what should the plan be. I knew that Pooch was going to be exactly who he is. Okay. Because the fact is, is that he's the one who outside of Jasmine is really jumping on Taylor the most. It's Jasmine, Pooch, and and Daniel at this point. These are the three monstrosities thus far who are so from hy- the edit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. That are so hyper focused. And so Pooch is like, I just want Taylor out. And I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but now the game has expanded. Okay. And you have this tunnel vision right now. And I feel like he thinks that if he comes up with a solution to the Taylor problem, then he's going to be seen as, oh, the hero. And then maybe he'll win HOH or if nothing else, he'll be safe. And what he doesn't realize is, is there is no safety in these numbers, my man. Period. All right. So let's talk about it. Jasmine wants to target Taylor. Of course. And Taylor expects to be nominated. Yep. And what I loved about this is that Taylor had it. She wanted to know. She was like, it's probably going to be me. But, you know, whatever. She goes in. She asks Jasmine. And Jasmine did the thing that a lot of people do where you make funny face to kind of imply like, yeah, girl, but I don't want to say it with words. And so Taylor taking at least that nugget of truth and being like, okay, I at least know I'm going to be nominated. This is when I appreciate at least Jasmine for playing the game. This is what I mean by playing the game with regard to her. You know what I mean? Once again, this other stuff about her pageant queen that never had to come into play. They were able to hype themselves up into believing that Taylor's this villain because they needed a target. They needed a target coming into the weeks, I guess, because I guess they figured there's no other way to get drama. But at this point, Jasmine has a level of honesty that I'm like, all right, sweet. Okay, lie to her and tell her that she's the pawn. That's fine. At least she then knows that she's going up on the block and then it helps Jasmine further her game. Okay, cool. Now it's snaky because you hate her for being better looking, but okay, it's unfortunate. Once again, like somebody else told Taylor, when you watch the show, you're going to see. All right. When you're home on your couch streaming it on Paramount Plus, once you've won baby once you've won baby (laughs) queen taylor forever during this episode that wants to work with taylor was michael cat dad what are your thoughts about that i feel like that's a good tactic that's what i'm saying michael is here to play the game he's making me realize there's a level of annoyance that i have with this whole i'm a super fan like i we baby we get it okay i'm a super fan but you wouldn't be telling us every single time you got a chance to in your diary moment okay when you're explaining your tactics you're not going to keep repeating but i'm a super fan and if you do i'm going to feel the exact same way stop it we get it well maybe the producers are telling him to say that i don't know who keeps telling these producers what we want to see but i need them to stop it's too many slices and if you're telling jasmine to put on that country accent thicker i need you to (laughs) stop okay because there is a clear difference when she is playing the actual game or when she's in the house to when she is in that diary room, okay? When she's describing things, I kid you not. It is the most just, girl, we get it, okay? We get it. You're from Mississippi. <laughs> we get it, Forrest. I'm like, oh, aggravation, aggravation. Anywho, yeah, Michael, great tactics. Two snaps and a circle, cat dad. Play that game. Play that game. I definitely do respect Michael playing the game as a super fan and Michael knowing that Taylor is a bigger target than him. And why not keep a target that's bigger than you in the house? Exactly. As a shield. Yes. So which is what I'm saying. I'm okay with you being a coward, but be a smart one, dude. Like, uh, come on, man. You got. So you think Michael's a coward for hiding against Taylor being a bigger target? Here's the thing. Yeah, but that's smart, though. That's just smart because cowardice is also self-preservation, okay? If you're too 
busy putting yourself out there without any kind of protection, then you're an easy target, which makes you dumb. So yes, cowardice will save your life. So I am here for this kind of gameplay. The other thing is, is that Michael understands that as long as Taylor's in the house, it does shield him. But the other thing is, is that he has an ally because he knows that these other allyships are shady. Can't nobody else be trusted. They all left him out. And then he was a second thought when they added him in. And then they didn't even ask him. They were just like, yeah, we're just gonna, you know, absorb Michael. And he's like, dang, do I get a vote? Or what am I, Hawaii? Hello? You just gonna claim me. I'm just, okay, cool, sweet. Well. Okay. Meanwhile, Pooch. Trash. Talks to Indy. Trash. About how he likes to be spanked. Trash. Just, I, I will say, Amir made the best comment. I'm never using that spatula again. Exactly. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you need to write your name on the handle of your own spatula. This man, don't nobody touch it, okay? Well, it seems like Pooch likes some foreplay and some role play. Well, you know, he said if she needs a uh, assistant coach, he'd be happy to be her assistant coach, which we all know she could do better, so. Yes, and it was also interesting to hear more of Indy's story yeah. in this episode and why she's playing the game. And yeah. so I really like that. But she's still a floater in my eyes, so she needs to do more. I feel like I could have guessed that part of her story because she seems like somebody who would be taking care of her family. She's fun and she's light, but you can still tell that she has a, a sense of like sisterhood or like real family like the way she treats all the girls in the house the way she's like no i but like i actually care about you like oh that's nice Girl, it's the immigrant mentality that's which i can relate to with indy oh. yeah hmm. being an immigrant must be nice and knowing that you have family overseas you want to make sure that they're still being taken care of and then giving what you can yeah, and yeah. also building the community that you're currently in yeah. to feel support and love. Yes, yes, that is something I, I have seen with my own eyes. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back to Pooch. Uh, Pooch also wants to target Taylor, so he gets this brilliant, uh, and so by brilliant, smart. I'm being sarcastic, a brilliant idea that he should be a pawn. Mm -hmm. He went around was like, oh yeah, you should vote me, and then that way... We can backdoor Taylor. And what I love is how everybody was like, backdoor Taylor? Listen, you're trying to volunteer as tribute. Why would I backdoor her when we could just leave you on the block? <laughs> Let's just go ahead. Listen, we can handle her later. Don't worry about Taylor. We got Taylor. Don't worry about her. Okay. Let's talk about you. Okay. You out here talking about you put you up on the block. Okay. Um. <laughs> and Alyssa being also a super fan. Mm -hmm. states that pooch if you're a pawn yes that's never good you because never pawns volunteer. go home yes but additionally you never volunteer you never because volunteer. pawns go home yeah you never volunteer to be a pawn he's like yeah i don't care because because the thing is is that his mentality is that it's going to be something physical it's going to be something that he can do it's going to be something that's not going to be out of his realm of difficulty what he doesn't realize is is that they don't care about you dude they don't care he thinks that everyone is still so focused on taylor and that they like him so much that they're gonna save him in order to get her out of the house and that that's gonna win him some favor because he volunteered his tribute you spend this time volunteering and you lose anyway and the only reason why you didn't have to suffer the first nine days or the first week is because you lucked out dude you haven't done anything yet and for the couple of little, you're not in a position where you can be volunteering to be on the chopping block for any reason, because the likelihood of you getting saved anywhere near as whatever miraculousness that was in the first eliminate, the first eviction, it's not going to happen for you, dude. All right. Well, I can say, though, that Pooch wanted to do it to build his resume for the game. He knew it was a risky shot. And I feel like that was a tactic that he was using as a coach. That's dumb. And so, you know, you got to you got to risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, but his eyes were too that, big. His eyes were too big. So he was being overtly confident and yeah. cocky. Cocky. Mm-hmm. Egotistical. Got it. Mm -hmm. Bang. Yep. And so 
Yeah, now now the people that he has decided to share this with, uh, now they're at a point where... Volunteer, dude, yeah. Like, he went to Jasmine and was like, listen, uh, you know, I'm thinking... Here's the other thing that kills me, too. It wasn't just him saying that I'll volunteer myself. He's saying, put me and Brittany up. And I'm like, why are you dragging Brittany into this? You haven't talked to her about it. You just going behind her back. Talking about, volunteer, nominate me and Brittany. Why? The, uh, she didn't he wants nothing. to control he wants to control Jasmine's HOH so he's telling her hey this is the plan that you should do it's gonna be foolproof but here's the thing I feel like the reason why he said Brittany too is because Brittany is the one who told him about what Amira was plotting of course and so I feel like that's some shiesty tactics and I hope that Brittany under I hope somebody tells Brittany I hope somebody tells Brittany soon that Pooch, not only did that backfire for you and Amira, but that backfired for you and Pooch too, which is so trash because she was just trying to look out. So (laughs) every time somebody tells the truth in this game, it backfires. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now Amira suggests to get Pooch out instead of Taylor, Taylor, which is because He's a huge player. Yep. Like, it's nine days in. Yep. How do you know Pooch is a huge player? Because of he how he's connected wa- to the guys. He hasn't won anything. He's only socially connected with the guys, but that's it. Yeah. It's always funny how they all have to stroke each other's egos to be yeah. like, you're such a big threat and player. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's only day nine. Yeah, We've but that's only why. survived a week. But that's so. why everybody else is like migrating away from Taylor because they're like, oh, no, dude. Oh, no, I see your game. Oh, no, I got you because you're not about to have me get spend all of my energy getting this girl out while you're plotting to get me out after she's out. Nah, because the thing is, is that they want to compete with just girls. Like, that's the goal for them. Who's them? The main girls... Oh, minus Taylor. Oh, the main girls only want to f- play with the girls, but then what about the guys? Who do the guys want to go against? I feel like they want it to be easy. So whatever's easiest. Now, right now, it's it. Not right now, it seems like okay. The best bet would be get rid of any girl that they can get rid of, while also not looking like they're big pigs at the same time. So they're trying to avoid putting two girls up because they don't want to look any kind of way. Like I pegged this with the guys where their whole thing is, is they don't want, it looks real jacked up that there are two black people up at the same time. Oh, it looks real jacked up that there's still, we don't want there to be two, two, two girls up at the same time. Like they're so interesting about how they attempt to be meticulous when the girls are like, dude, we don't care. All of you have to go. (laughs) period. All of you have to go. So I think that the tactics for the guys is really just whatever's easiest, which, you know, that's what I'd go with. Well, in the end, Jasmine tells both of them, Jasmine tells both of them, Hey, guess what? You're both pawns. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, do you think that was a smart move? Do you think that was a smart move for Jasmine? Yep. Good game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because the thing is, is and who do you think Jasmine's real target is? If she Taylor. had to be, the, if she no, but if she has to be the tie-breaking vote, who do you think it's she would Taylor. have? You think she would vote out Taylor over Pooch? I think at this point in the episode slash game, based on the edit, that it's going to be Taylor. However, in my mind, I feel like. Okay, so here's here's my mentality about it because the other girls are not on the Taylor bandwagon. And so Jasmine's going to be an army of one on that one. She's going to be an island. And I think she's going to have to go on a smear campaign because I feel like that's pretty much where we are. I feel like that's her thing. And yeah, I think what's going to end up happening is, is that when it really comes down to it, She's going to have to figure out what's it worth to her, because if the girls don't want Taylor out and they want Pooch out and she goes against that and Taylor ends up going home and Pooch stays and does something real jacked up and sends one of the other girls home, Jasmine will then be enemy numero uno for the girls, girls alliance. When the first week HOH didn't pan out, they were shook. 
And honestly, I feel like the only ones who weren't shook were Daniel with regard to what his goal was, because his goal was still to not get blood on his hands. At this point, his hands are dirty, but he's still lost. And so now the goal is still Taylor has to go. So Taylor is still, that's what I mean by saying the goal hasn't changed and that he wasn't shook because at the end of the day, now he has even more of an incentive to get her out. So his target hasn't changed. So unless there's somebody else that's going to make it any easier, it's still Taylor. So she has to figure out what it means to her. Does she want to risk having to rely on the guys or is she going to risk it blowing up in her face when her main alliance is jacked up? Because Monty's still down to get Taylor out. Like there are more guys who are still willing to get Taylor out than there are girls. And it's all because Pooch came around and made it 10 times easier. But the other thing is, is that I think Pooch has only brought this up to one other guy. Wasn't it Turner? Was Turner the one that he ended up talking to about it? No, he talked about, he talked about this plan with everybody. Except that's right. Everybody except Taylor and Brittany. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is, is that I think there are still enough male players who want Taylor out that Jasmine might be willing to risk it. So what Jasmine has to do is go around and talk to everybody who isn't Pooch and Taylor and figure out where they sit. Okay. Well, in the end, during the nomination ceremony, she couldn't even get the the nomination box to the ceremony Ciao. and she needed assistance. But then finally... home. Send her home. You can't send the HOH home. Listen, she can't compete, okay? Her ankle is busted, okay? Just for a few days. And so... That's not what I heard. In the nominations, it is revealed that Taylor and Pooch are nominated. Surprise, surprise. How did you feel about her speech on the reasonings why they were nominated? Well, you can't say I nominated you because... I've hated you since day one, and Regina made me do it. Like, I, you can't say that. So, I mean... You didn't talk game with me, and I'm going to respect the first HOH's wishes? Yeah, I, but that's kind of what I mean. Once the self-eviction happened, the baton just got passed to the next mean girl, and that happened to be Daniel and Jasmine. And so I, I feel like they're splitting the, the duties of being head trash bag. But I feel like she used that as a scapegoat. Everybody needs somebody to blame. It's it's just like when she said that, honestly, you're not my my target. You're my pawn. Everybody needs a scapegoat. So she got all the right vernaculars, the right words, the definition. So that way she could smooth that over with Taylor because Taylor still thinks that she and Jasmine are pretty cool and they're not. Okay. Fetch ain't never going to happen. And then on top of it, with, with Jasmine saying that Pooch was, he didn't really have to do anything. And so at this point, you know, whatever, whatever, you need something because she can't say, well, you know, you told me you wanted me to pick you. So I picked you. And she can't say you're it because. Why not? Why not? Because Why I want you to just... go home too. Because the whole thing is, is it's like you still have to keep yourself as clean as possible with regard Why? to. Because apparently anytime you're too honest, it blows up in your face. <laughs> Jasmine, I'm just asking questions because I want to know your thoughts. And so I, no, it's not a pushback. But, it's more no, 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 of. But that's, what, that's, that's the only thing that I can gather because once again, if this were me, it would be a different game. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. A, I don't understand part of the logic because for me, I would. And so that's why had... I'm like, why aren't you? Jasmine, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. I understand what you're saying about ja the Jasmine okay. in the game. I want to know, Jasmine, what would you have done then? Oh, Okay. If you right. heard Taylor, if you heard Pooch was wanting to be the target and that you were going to put up Taylor as well, what would have your nomination speech been for both of them? Would you have told them you're both pawns and I hope you do well in the veto or Pooch, you wanted to be put up. I'm going to put you up on the block. Taylor, I just don't like you. I'm going to put you on the block too. Best of luck in the veto. Deuces. Mic drop. So, okay. End episode. <laughs> okay. I will say for Taylor, I would have said, I would have done exactly what she did. You're the pawn at this point. You know, I hope you do well. Do what you do. She didn't say she was a pawn. Just didn't like talking game. No, no, no. Or that's do what I'm you, you mentioned. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. State. Okay, would, yes, so you would yes, state. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, got it. Because, got it. I, because the whole thing is, is that that's what she told them in private. I would go ahead and just be like, listen, like I told you, you're a pawn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I hope you do well. You're not my target. Do well. Do you, Pooch. Same deal. I told you. You're a pawn and, you know, you got to go big or go home. Because that's the part 
you never want to have to then think about what you told somebody. And so you might as well just tell them and everybody else what was said. But you have to pick your words wisely. And so that's why I was like, okay, now Jasmine is playing a good game to come back and ask, okay, well, what did she say? Well, she said that she wasn't picking me as a target that I was upon. Okay, cool. To then be able to corroborate that because you said it when you showed them that they were on the block, there's nothing to hide. There's nothing to pretend. There's nothing to fake. I would have just been like, listen, we've already talked about it. It is what it is. There's no reason for me to to try to dress it up or whatever. I wouldn't have mentioned Daniel at all because how dare you try to make it seem like he had anything to do with anything. Like at the end of the day, now it makes it look like you have other people. Oh, well, why would you need to defend Daniel's poor decision? Why would you need to honor that and then the other thing is is you didn't nominate Terrence as tribute and Terrence was also on the block last time so I'm just trying to figure out where where are we going with this you didn't nominate Michael either Michael's still here so my whole thing is that if anybody were was actually listening or paying attention when any of these people spoke then you would see the backtracking you would see the lies and that's why I have a hard time understanding the way that they're playing it because they're playing too hard for no reason, too fast, too furious for no reason. If you take the time to think about what you say before you say it, miss, I was born with blonde hair and blue eyes, but I dye my hair. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Why? So that's what I'm saying. You never know what's going to end up in the edit and what's not. So then to have the context of the live feeds too is nice because these people are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) These people are crazy. Well, I'm loving your investment into this game. So let's talk predictions. So between Pooch, Taylor, and Jasmine, do you think one of them will win the veto or will one of the chosen house guests to play the power of veto win it? Ooh. Um, I think I think Taylor is going to win the veto because baby girl. Yes. Come on Remember, now, we got to send positive it. energy to our it. girl, to you our I'm it, sorry, baby. not girl, a to queen. our woman, to, to our Miss Michigan. Quang. Our queen. She's not a pawn. She's a queen, as she stated. And she is to be protected, point blank, period. Yes. So we're sending the positive energy that Taylor will win the veto. And if she were to win, would she take herself or would she take off Pooch? She's obviously going to protect herself, okay? (laughs) Period. (laughs) Obviously. She's obviously going to protect herself. And good for her, as she should. Okay. And then, if that were to happen, who would Jasmine then put up? Um, that's a good question. Who else is in the house? Oh, probably Terrence. Probably Terrence. Really not the eyes, Brittany? I don't think anybody's checking for Brittany. I really don't. And because they're trying, I really feel like... So the other safe bet is to put dad back on the block. Yeah, but... I will say that's tough too, but Terrence hasn't won anything. Terrence, ha- mm-hmm. he also, I, Dad hasn't won anything. I'm trying to dad figure out if he's done anything. Complete, that's what I'm saying. Dad, dad has dad not done anything. It. I feel that's like Dad saying. has just been sleeping on the couch, that's rubbing his saying. belly, and eating food whenever somebody cooks, aka and mom. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like, oh my God. Listen, don't get me started on this cooking thing, okay? Because the fact that <laughs> this is a live feeds mess. Never mind. Yep. Anyway, you should watch so, the live feeds. Listen, so, if you guys don't no. watch live feeds, uh, <laughs> do what I do. Get on Twitter, baby. Okay, because people have all the recaps for you. Because I can't be on there. Those live feeds. Listen, I checked in, and these people were asleep. What you doing, sleep? And then I'm like, ah, oh, it's a time difference. Listen, it's it's not fair. It's not right. Okay. <laughs> But well. okay, so I will say I think it'll be Terrence because Terrence hasn't done anything. I think and I think that'll be her reason too. I think she'll be like, um, you know what? I'm gonna vote Terrence because, you know, um, you're one of the guys and I feel like we haven't seen what you can do yet. Well, I think when Taylor wins the power of veto and she takes herself off the block, Jasmine will nominate Turner as a replacement. Ooh. Because really? Why not? Oh, okay. I was and like, what do you also, know? Also, Turner's a jerk. No, I don't like Turner. Yes, like but I've also said. he's and so he's aligned right with now. he's aligned with Pooch. 
why give Pooch another number to st- possibly stay? Weaken the number. That's I what I think, would do. I think he thinks he has more numbers than he actually does. And I think that when he went and talked to Michael, that was a large indicator that people are starting to get their heads out of their butts and realize that it's time to play the game for real. And so if you're going to have Taylor as your enemy, just remember that everybody else in the house is also your enemy. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to play this game where you're being mental terrorists, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But you better be playing that game with everybody. You know what I'm saying? If you're not gaslighting everybody in the house, don't, don't do it to one person. That's all I'm saying. So if we're going to go for blood, if we're going to get down and dirty, if we're going to start getting cutthroat, then I want to see what it's like when everybody is just floating on lies and vibes, period. Because why not? And we'll have to tune in on Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, to see who wins the Power of Veto and if they use it to save one of the nominees or themselves from the chopping block and who Jasmine will have to nominate as the replacement nominee. Any mm. final thoughts, Jasmine? I wish I didn't share a name with her. It's really, it's, it's just discouraging. <laughs> <laughs> I will, oh, okay, okay. When these people get back to their social medias and they've been, you know, debriefing all this, I can't wait to see what has all been shared on social media because right now everybody's silent. It feels like we're at the end of the summer. It feels like we've been in this game for years. Like, I feel like I've been watching this for like a whole <laughs> season already. Like, and so I, I am interested to see how their connection to the outside world is maintained because right now it's not. And I'm waiting to see some betrayals in action. I'm waiting to see some people at home really just be like, I know you did not just leave me your Twitter account to go play in my face. Like I can't, I'm here for the mess. Okay. This is what I'm here for reality TV for. Give me the drama. Give me the juice. Give me the diabolical. Give it to me. At the end of the day, I'm here for a villain, but, but make it, make it good. Make it worth my time, okay? If I want to see trash play, I'll turn on BET. I don't have time for this. You know what I'm saying? We ready. If you liked this episode and any of our other episodes, please like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. You can follow us on Facebook slash Instagram at Reality Revelations Podcast or on Twitter at Reality Rev Pod or on TikTok, Reality Revelations Pod. You can follow our own socials at I am Jasmine Dallachey on Instagram. And I am at Who is Mark Drum on all the socials. Well, with that being said, this is the end for now. Come back and tune in to our next episode of Reality Revelations, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Specifically, Big Brother. Bye, everybody. Bye.